Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lost Teams podcast. I am your co-host, Anthony Cerdelli. Here with me, as usual today, is my fellow co-host, Andrew Lennox. Andrew, how's it going? I'm doing well, Anthony. How you been? Pretty good. Had a good 4th of July, had a couple barbecues, had uh, some beers and some grilled food. Typical 4th of July weekend uh, here. How about you? How was your 4th? Uh, not bad. It was just relaxing. Didn't do much. Had a few wobbly pops and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, just took it easy. That's awesome. It sounds like a, a, a much, related, much needed relaxing time. Yeah, it was good. Um, so what team you got for us today? Well, I have a team that probably no one's ever heard of besides people in Winnipeg, Manitoba. <laughs> uh, the Winnipeg Thunder. Nice. What sport? Uh, basketball. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's hear so, it. Yeah. So they were a basketball team that played in three p- parts of three seasons in the World Basketball League and then the National Basketball League. And I'll, I'll definitely go... Actually, I'm going to go into those leagues first before I get more into the the team itself. So, uh, they they so this league was once known as the International Basketball Association, um, and it opened shop in 1987, and the league name was changed to the World Basketball League in 1988. So here's an interesting tie-in um, from one of our previous uh, pods or episodes. Let's see if you can remember which one it is. Uh, former Celtic great Bob Cousy was one of the <laughs> league's founders. Just such a such a uh, philanth or not? What's the word? Um, God, I can't believe I don't remember the word right now. Uh, when you start, I'm not a, business, a wordsmith, so I can't. When you start a business, it's like a very easy. When you start a business, or you're you're like like to start businesses and start companies. Uh, Do you remember what team though? Yeah, the Chicago Cats, where he was yeah, the, he was the, uh, the commissioner of the like ASL, the American Soccer League, I think, right? Yeah, I yeah. think it was called that. Yeah, and he That's was funny. He literally said, like, I have no idea what I'm doing, but they hired me, so. Yeah. And entrepreneurial, that, that's the word I was thinking of. Yeah. Very entrepreneurial. He's yeah. starting leagues and commissioning leagues and all that's all around that he's a sports. He does some sports he's played in, some sports he hasn't. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, he got involved in this league and was one of the founders. Uh, so one of the league's founders, actually, another, um, well, we'll get more in, into him a little bit later, but his name was Michael Monis. Mm-hmm. And he was convicted of embezzling $10 million to finance the league publicly. This is after after uh, it was over? I'm sorry, from a publicly owned uh, company. And it was eventually, he was eventually sentenced to 11 years in prison. Wow. But uh, yeah, so it was a big deal. I mean, this was going on when the league was present, as you said. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not funny, obviously. 11 but, uh, years for embezzlement is pretty pretty. In- I, yeah, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but that feels like a long time for a white collar crime. Well, ten million dollars, though. That's that's true. Substantial, a lot of money. money. Yeah. Um. So, so they yeah. So those were two of the the founders that I found that. <laughs> can I say found one more time? Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> that put this league together. Sounds so, like it was. Sounds like it was set up for success. Right. Right away. You hear Bob Cousy's name. Um. No offense, obviously a basketball legend, NBA legend, but Celtic legend also. But yeah, from his didn't have much success with the ASL and the Chicago Cats, so yeah. <laughs> it was interesting to see his name again. 
so one weird thing about this league, um, so we're talking about the World Basketball League right now, then we'll move into the National Basketball League a little later. Um, <laughs> the, the, the league only allowed players that were six foot five and under. What? Yeah. So, so this like, was eventually changed to six foot seven, but still. Wow. I mean, that's no big guys. It's just they were just going for all shooters, apparently. I, I, I don't know what was going on with that. And I was thinking about that. I was like, ah, I could use like a five foot nine and under hockey league <laughs> <laughs> to play in. And uh, yeah, that, that, can you imagine if that, there was a hockey league like that? Or like you have to be under 180 pounds or something. Yeah, and like, or like in football, just under, I guess, like, what's a lineman usually? I think they have that. I think they have, it's called like, um, oh man, it's not, this is, excuse my un-PC word, it's not pygmy football, is it? It's like, I'm not uh, sure. Pygmy football. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so I, (laughs) when I saw that, I was like, wow, this league is off too start that they're already hampering the, the popularity <laughs> of the sport because if they could get a seven foot foot guy you know he's going to be big name in town you know yeah <laughs> so uh so that was one thing that was kind of strange uh but one positive thing about this league was that uh many of the games were televised in canada and in the u.s so they did get some attention um in the media um, but the the first version of this league, the World Basketball League, folded in 1992. Um, and then the Canadian teams that were in the league went on to form the National Basketball League. Gotcha. Yeah, so let's go back a little, a little bit more into the Winnipeg Thunder. Um, they were in existence from, nine, from 1992 in the WBL. And then from 93 to 94 in the MBL, as we talked about, they played in the Winnipeg Arena, uh, which was the original Winnipeg's Jets, um, where they played their home games, the Winnipeg Jets of the National Hockey League. Yeah. So they played their games there. Um, and it, it held just over uh, close to 13,000 was the capacity there at that time. Definitely been to the old Winnipeg Arena myself. Uh, they were owned um, by a prominent businessman in Winnipeg named Sam Katz, who uh, in Manitoba is a pretty well-known name. Um, he was actually the mayor of Winnipeg at one time for several years. What's he well-known for what, besides the mayor being the mayor? Is that just that? Like being extremely wealthy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has many business ventures and probably all over the world, but... Um, but yeah, he was mayor for there for years. Um, he actually at one time bought the WBL. <laughs> Not sure why, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, he uh, actually owns the Winnipeg Gold Eyes, which are a very successful minor league baseball team in Winnipeg um, since 1994. They've been, yeah, they've done very well there and have a great following. They play in a beautiful stadium named Shaw Park. Um, so yeah, he's done a lot of good things for Winnipeg. Um, but back to the Thunder. Um, so they were coached by Tom Nisalk or Tom Nisalki. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I apologize, Tom, if you're <laughs> but I guarantee you're not. So uh, sorry for butchering your name if I did. So I'm not sure if, if he was the only uh, – one of their coaches, their head coach, I'm not sure if he was the coach through their whole tenure, but he was the only coach I could find a name. Uh, he was actually a head coach in the ABA and NBA at one time. So, um, so yeah, so they got a good coach at the time. I can't remember the ABA teams, but uh, he was involved in both those leagues. So they had a good coach to work with. Um, so the, the Thunder were, back to Thunder, they were um, received pretty well in Winnipeg and had a ton of support earlier, early from public and corporate uh, entities. Uh, so, um, yeah, they were, the city wanted them to do well, obviously, mm-hmm. but, uh, the league was so unstable, local support died. Um, so yeah, so it was, it wasn't the franchise fault. <laughs> they could have survived, but the league, the leagues that they were involved with were a joke basically. So one problem they had was that the Thunder were owned locally and other teams weren't, which caused the leagues to the league to start going down the tube. And then also Bonus is who we talked about. Um, uh, you know, made you know embezzled millions, and that really <laughs> that really hurt things. <laughs> yeah. When so you said that, that when, when you said teams were owned locally, like the owner of the uh, of the um, Winnipeg team, like lived there in Winnipeg at Cat. Uh, Meanwhile, Sam Katz, yep. Katz, yeah, and the owners of the other teams were like lived in Chicago and owned a team in LA or something like that. Or, yeah, or, it was something like that. Or I, I think I read something. It was like that. Or the league just basically owned the teams. So okay, some of the, I, not all of them, but some of them. Um, I think you know some of them were struggling terribly financially. So talking a little bit about uh, Manus, um, he was from Ohio. Um, and he was the CEO of Farmore, which is, uh, or was, I, I'm not sure if they still exist, was a 300 uh, store chain. So if you are a listener from Ohio, please let us know if Farmore still exists. <laughs> what type of chain was it? Like grocery store? Uh, it was called Farmore, so I'm guessing pharmacy, like P-H-A-R. Oh, oh I thought it was, I was thinking like far more F-A-R space M-O-R-E. Yeah, yeah okay. so pharmacy. Got it. Yeah, I'm guessing something like a CVS or, you know, mm-hmm. Walgreens, something like that. So this league, yeah, was doomed from its start, basically. Um, in 93, um, a new league was formed called the the MBL, which the National Basketball League, <laughs> You should probably be able to figure that out. So yeah, um, there was a former. That's also um, so that was the second. I think the second name. Uh, that must be the second National Basketball League because the first one I think preceded the NBA or was going on at the same time as the NBA and the uh, at the league at the begin league's beginnings. Yeah, there was another league called that for sure. You are correct on that. Uh, so the the, the teams that. Um, the teams that moved over to this league were all Canadian teams, uh, which Winnipeg moved to. Um, the league folded <laughs> pretty quickly, though, in 94. It seemed like the the Winnipeg Thunder really tried to make it work, um, you know, with playing in a, you know, an, an NHL arena, one. So mm-hmm. they had 
definitely had the seats to in a in a stadium to do really well. They had, you know, um, Sam Katz, who, as I said, is a extremely successful businessman behind the team. Um, I, I think he even tried to buy the Jets at one time. Um, the old or the new Jets? I think the old ones, but I'm not positive about that. But I know there's something. He was involved with the Jets somehow at some point when the league actually went to an all-Canadian league, wanted to just tell you a little bit about or name some of the names. And um, actually Winnipeg was pretty successful um, when the league was all-Canadian. They had a record of 29 and 17. Not bad. Yeah, was second place. Um, the Cape Breton Breakers were ahead of them in first place. And then it, they were preceded by the Saskatoon slam. That's uh so it's like a whole, it's an entire case in Cape Breton and like the Eastern provinces, the, what, I forget yeah, what Nova Scotia, Nova yeah. Scotia. Yeah. So that's pretty big. I mean, wide ranging league. Right. And then you had the Hamilton Skyhawks in Ontario, mm-hmm. the Halifax Windjammers, the Montreal Dragons, which is a weird name. I don't know from Montreal. Didn't Montreal have another terrible name that we talked about in the uh, previous? I mean, they, they had the one, one of the roller hockey teams. I yeah, think. yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of. Uh, there must be some obscure basketball league in uh, in Canada right now because one of my Twitter followers, who also tweets about the Ducks, has been tweeting uh-huh. about it. I get a shout out to Eddie Jones if you listen to this. The Hamilton, yeah, um, go ahead. Sorry, the Hamilton Honey Badgers of the CEB, the official. Twitter account of the Canadian Elite Basketball League. So, wonder if it's a relative. Yeah, no, I I know there's a league. I don't know if it it still exists. There was a player. Um, he he's from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Who, of course, I can't remember his name. He unfortunately has a mental illness and was a played in the NBA a little bit, but he had some issues and he was drafted very high and. He hasn't been able to make it back to the NBA. I guess what I'm saying is I, I saw he was playing in a Canadian league. Um, I mean, gotcha. like maybe a few years ago, I remember seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Uh, but a- another interesting thing about this league, apparently the Canadian national team played 24 games in the league. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. The yeah, and they were not good. How hilarious, um, how hilarious would it be if like the Canadian national hockey team played in the national basketball league just for fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be uh, interesting. Um, well, they <laughs> don't know be, why I thought of that. That's just, the yeah, but, I mean, ever had. they'd be, t- they'd be terrible because the Canadian national basketball team, there was about six teams ahead of them. So in the standings. Well, what reminded me of that was um, our interview with Shannon Mitchum Lovelady, where she said that like they had a game against the like the semi-pro hockey team nearby. Oh yeah, yeah, and, I remember that. But they but they were playing baseball. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I, I thought that was a great story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the Canadian national team obviously didn't have Steve Nash at that time because he would have completely dominated. <laughs> Is Amari uh, Stoudemire Canadian? No. Uh, I don't know why I thought he was. Uh, Canadian basketball has gotten really good in the last 10 years. There's a lot of players in the NBA from Canada now, but not back then. 
who is the uh, guy? Anthony Bennett. Is he the guy who was drafted? Yeah, Anthony Bennett. Yeah, really high. He was. Uh, Wasn't he the number one pick? Yeah, in 2013, he was the number one pick overall, and he has played. He didn't play the at all. No, he has not played in the NBA since 2016, 17, apparently. Uh, so going back to the standings of some of the teams I found, um, there's some other interesting teams that played in it. Um, the ACC All-Stars. <laughs> like the ACC, like from the American Athletic Conference? Or no, the A American. What does the ACC stand for? I forgot, man. Is it like that? Can't be the ACC. That can't be the Atlantic Coast Conference All Stars, can it? Yeah, it is because the next um, team I tell you is, right. is another conference. So the ACC All Stars, they won. They went one in five in six games played. So wow, yeah, which was surprising. I thought they would do a bit better. But are, mm, are they like? Were they? Is this so? This was the late eighties. No, this was the mid nineties. Mid nineties. So I mean that you wonder if those are teams. I mean, so this league is professional. So you wonder if those are the guys that didn't make the NBA. So they're the ACC All Stars that are playing in Canada. All under all under six five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 why right there. Right. They were the bench warmers of the ACC. <laughs> right. Another team, the Big East All Stars. They went zero and six. All their players were from Boston College. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't even know who's in the Big East anymore at this point, but does it even exist? I think so. There's been so much changes in conferences. Oh, there's the no last ten years. Oh, there. Yeah, it says Big East basketball's 2021: Villanova, Creighton, UConn, St. John, Seton Hall, Providence, Xavier, Georgetown, Marquette, Butler, DePaul. What a great basketball conference. Yeah, yeah. that is. So, so not only does it exist, it's it's probably second only to the whatever conference that UConn and Duke are in. <laughs> yeah, well, they're in ACC. Yes, true. That. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently the Big East All-Stars were terrible, though, in the uh, NBL. So I'm telling I don't know you, what's going on there. It's all – it's all. Well, Boston College is in the – it was back then, I think. But, uh, yeah, they, I don't remember them ever being very good at basketball. Were they point shaving back then? Was that wasn't there a Boston College scandal? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah that, I think that was a long time ago, though. That might have been like seventies. Yeah, uh, I think it's more. Yeah, seventy-eight, seventy-nine. Yeah, and then my the final team in the league that didn't win a game: Athletes in Action. No idea who they are, but, <laughs> but they were not in action. They were no, in action they were, losing. They were all under five nine. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was going to say, that's just not, that's a recipe for disaster. Oh man. Can you imagine? Why would you even start a team like that? No, that's funny. Well, unless it was a full of teams of like Muggsy Bogue and, <laughs> yeah. and Spud Webb. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture, I think, of, of Spud Webb and I think it was Muggsy Bogue, Bogue standing next to Spud Webb. And Spud Webb still makes Muggsy Bogues look like a, like a, a little person. Yeah. That's crazy. They were, I think they were like five, 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 six, weren't they? I think so, yeah. But I think I think Spud Webb was much taller than Bogues was. Uh, and five, yeah, three, five three and five seven. And there was another really small guy in recent times who was really good. Um, Nate Robinson. No, yeah, he. I mean, he's a good player too. But um, 
Earl the Pearl Boykins that played for the Nuggets. Oh yeah. He I mean he was tiny, but he he played a lot for the Nuggets. I don't Maybe. know who else he played for, but they don't look that different. Bogues and Webb don't look that different different in height. But there was someone that I I forget who it was. There was one the picture of two like two players people perceive as small for the NBA, and uh, one of them was actually much taller than the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty impressive. Those guys were able to play in the NBA. That's amazing. Yeah. But uh, to wrap things up, that's the Winnipeg Thunder and the WBL and the NBL. Very interesting. It's. Uh, I'd be curious to see what the uh, what the Winnipeg Thunder like. If we ever find out or look in the future, like you can interview one of their players because it would be interesting to hear more information just about like what it was like playing in a league of people who were under six five. <laughs> yeah, no, because I mean, all these guys in college would have been playing guys that were big, you know, quite a bit bigger than six five. Yeah, and the style of play. Like, I wonder if it was a lot of shooting versus uh, instead of dunking and stuff like that, or if they were still dunking and they just made it look more spectacular because they were. It was actually challenging. Yeah, yeah, it's it makes no sense. Like I've never heard of something like that. Yeah, <laughs> um, a height restriction. I've heard of like import restrictions, like in junior hockey, mm-hmm. and then the the Canadian Football League has an Im- import rule where you can only have so many Americans on the team, or you have yeah, like you have to have a certain amount of Canadians on yeah. the team. They have that in professional hockey in Europe too, I think. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and another thing that. Um, that we should talk about is that, you know, like Sam Katz that was the owner, he, um, he's, you know, the, the Winnipeg gold eyes have been so successful. I wonder what he could have done with the thunder. If like, you know, if they're what they were in a stable league. Yeah. It seemed like the league did change a lot from what you said. Right. Right. So, yeah. So I guess I'll give you my sources now. Used uh, funwildlasset.net like I always That's use, <laughs> but uh, Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you. And then Wikipedia, and then basketball research. Awesome. Well, that was a a very interesting story. Uh, we will uh, definitely be back with another episode soon. Before we log off, Andrew, anywhere they can uh, remind us where we can find you on social media and and your work. Yep, you can find me on Twitter at a w l e n n a w l n. Got it. You can find me at Delhi Tweets. That's D-E-L-L-I-T-W-E-E-T-S on Twitter or the Media Delhi on Instagram. Uh, yeah, and uh, happy 4th of July. We'll see you next week. Although by the time you listen to this, it'll be a few days after the 4th of July. Happy belated 4th of July, everyone. <laughs> Take care, everyone.